You are listening to the Path to Partner podcast on the Kyle Dempster Studios Network. Support this and other shows at patreon.com forward slash Kyle Dempster Studios. You can gain access to an exclusive new podcast, Patreon only. If you want to hear the inner workings of my weird mind, that's the place to go. We also have Twitch coaching lessons one-on-one time so we can check out what's going on with your channel as well as some cool other things, including uh, taking control of the stream for a day and being the director, as you will. We also have professional gamer status, which grants you whitelisted access to all of our gaming servers. So check it out. That's patreon.com forward slash Kyle Dempster Studios. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to a new episode of the Path to Partner podcast. My name is Kyle, and I'm joined here by my co-host as always, Nate. How you doing this week, man? Living the absolute dream. A little tired today, but, uh, you know, got some new endeavors and goals to go for, so I'm really excited. Well, that's kind of what we're going to use this episode for, in fact. I mean, this is a very spontaneous one. I spent today just hanging out with my community, playing video games, so we're just kind of rolling in here, both Nate and I just rolling in, and we're just here to make some small talk for you guys today. Uh, I think goals and kind of covering that is something I want to get into. Been a lot of development on my stream with things similar. I was telling you off air. We've been promoting some people in the community to take on things, so that's helping me accomplish goals. We'll kind of maybe just talk around that, too, how you people in chat, uh, in, in, in the, the listener group, how everyone there sets their goals. I'm sure since we've got a lot of streamers, everyone has a different way of handling that. We'd love to learn more about what other people do as well. So Nate, any goals oh, you've been absolutely. working on in particular? Like what's your focus right now? Yes. Yeah, so, um, lately I've, I've kind of been looking through some Devin Nash was kind of going over a whole statistic thing, explaining like the growth of Twitch and Mixer and how it's like, you know, like, Mixer and Twitch is almost directly connected with video games that are being released. If there's no good video games, like the last time there was a dip, there mm-hmm. wasn't a lot of video games that were released, and that was like two or three years ago. And then Fortnite hype, and then now there's nothing because we're waiting for new consoles to come out. So it's kind of looking at all the stats, and he pulled up a sheet of the growth of like you know Facebook and YouTube are both going really well, and they're they're actually still growing. And Twitch is and uh, you know it's kind of going down right now, but it'll go back up when all the new video games and consoles come out. Right. So I kind of looked into it, and uh, I recently have decided to make a venture into putting video, not live streaming, just putting videos out on Facebook and YouTube again wow. uh, to for the for these times to try to supplement my income and monetize uh, monetize because Facebook monetization is actually really high. That's super cool. Okay, um, so uh, you. It's funny, again, I I can't really talk about why Devin Nash came up exactly in my life. There was this tangential thing, uh, which will be saved for a future episode. But I had watched a video that was very similar in him saying things like, you know, get on Facebook, do this. Like it was a very good video and just for like it, it hits all the right points about expanding your brand and getting it in places. And it's smart. He mentioned something in there. This is now like second, third, fourth hand information. But he mentioned like a 64 rule where it comes to sharing your content. Like each piece of content can be shared approximately 64 times. He's the one that said that? He quoted it from somebody else. So he's not, as far as I know, the originator. I think there might be like a book or something else out there that's like the, you know, philosophy of that idea. But he quoted it, the 64 plan whatever and and i thought it was smart you know and it's something i really lack and this is where it ties into me trying to improve my team over here because um you and i make a lot of good content like let's be honest it's good we not not you know being egotistical or whatever but we're making content that's tried and true we're conscientious of the camera angles and the quality and all it's it's good content So why isn't it like the number one thing right now? You know, without us having like extra team members doing stuff for us, without having a camera crew and a writer and all that other happy crap, why isn't it, you know, exceeding? Well, I mean, I think it's exposure. And I know I am terrible at sharing my content anywhere near 64 times. If I record a podcast like this one, I am likely to share a big fat one time and it's probably on Twitter and okay, Discord too, but that's about it. And then it just goes into the ether and I hope someone finds it. Kyle, shame, sir, shame. That's one reason why it's good that we're doing it on YouTube because at least there's an algorithm that's easier (laughs) for us to be discovered. So that's not too awful, man. No, and I... I, I heard, I, I, again, I want to quote, it was him in a video where he was saying, Devin Nash was saying that 
a lot of content creators, myself and I think you and probably many of our listeners, feel that whenever we're not, whenever our content isn't really getting us the numbers, the growth, et cetera, that we want, we think, okay, well, we need to work harder. We need to work more. We need to put out more. Sometimes we hear there's like stories that back that up too. I mean, you look at at our our, our good friend out there, Dan's Gaming. Like he busts his butt and he's streaming all the time, but he's a lot bigger. He has a big, you know, he's a big fan base that shows up every single time. So is our best thing to try and mimic that? You know, do we just stream every day all the time, just try and be on every single hour? Do we spend every single moment putting out content? But what if we're not getting that content in front of the right eyeballs? You know, does it matter if I if I stream 24-7, but no one ever sees it, you know? It's kind of that yeah, idea. That, he that, brought that up. That That's something that freaks me out, especially since now I'm kind of venturing into, like, variety casting. Because some days, like, good. We have, like, 60. Like, in this, you know, when I was doing ESO, we had hundreds of views and stuff. And that's when we started this Path to Partner stuff. Now I'm kind of taking a step back. I'm trying to do something like variety, which I feel for my for my type of content will last a lot longer. Mm-hmm. So when I took a step back, it, it is it's it's weird because like I do like even though and like I need to like shake myself out of because I have like like maybe the lowest viewers average viewership is 30, which is not like the golden rule of 40, but still pretty decent. Mm-hmm. And like I feel like I'm not getting out there. Like I feel like I'm kind of streaming to no one. I need to shake that out and realize I am streaming to people, but it's one of those things where Dan, we don't know the whole thing. It's just like medical. Like when you test out a new pharmaceutical drug, you only have a certain time frame until the FDA clears it. Well, the thing is with all these people sharing content on so many other things, um, they've only seen a few cases of people that have put up content and then stopped. And then like now they're trying to get back into it and they can't get there. It's almost like one of those things. Once the momentum's rolling, you just need to go with it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if like we should like hunker down and stream every single day for 10 to 12 hours every like the time we are on to get in front of as many eyes as possible. Or then like maybe that's how like luck works is if you're there all the time, there's you have a better chance of getting struck by lightning or whatever. So. I don't know if that's like what you need to do or how it goes, or maybe we post content or maybe it's failing, but that's one thing I've noticed is I do have that friend that did Facebook that like out of nowhere, I think he's at like 750,000 followers. I got to pull up his account and send it. But yeah. And it just like instantly, because the thing with Facebook is we don't like Twitch doesn't have an algorithm, right? right. Like, we don't have an algorithm through being discovered. Well, with Facebook and this, this is going to sound like this is going to sound sketchy. It's going to sound terrible, Sketch but they out, ha- you can literally pay 50 bucks and I'll send your videos out on a feed for like random people's feeds since they can link the account with like this person's a gamer, this person likes racing games. And so these are the videos they spend more watch time on. What you can do is you can actually pay like $50. It'll take your video, whatever you feel is the best video. It will send it out into people's pages and views and stuff. And what it does is people hmm. can easily discover it. And that's one thing I have been liking about the Facebook. And that's why I'm making a move over. Why does that feel so weird in uh, the spaces that we're in here? Like, I, you kind of set it up like that, and I felt the initial cringe, too, even though I don't believe it. You know, like, it's to me, it's no different than, like, a, a, a car wash, you know, advertising on a billboard or, you know, someone putting their thing on it. You know, people pay for advertising all the time. Something about that, maybe because it gets close to fake viewership in air quotes or you know anything like that maybe that's why it comes with that weirdness but i mean Do you want to hear something crazy about the fake viewership though let's hear it it may be considered fake viewership on facebook but advertisers or advertisers are paying almost nine to ten dollars for one thousand views Only. wow if you get 18 views that's uh eighteen hundred dollars depending on what it is you still have to hit like ten thousand followers on your facebook page and you have to have like I think like three minutes of watch time on a video, like on videos or whatever, a certain amount of watch time. They have their little things, but it's a lot easier and it's a lot more systematic hmm. to get monetized on Facebook than it is YouTube or even get partnered on Twitch or even get partnered on Mixer. It's so much easier because the thing is, is I like people talk about all the time. They're like, yeah, I get to a certain point, and then wow. they 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 do track and make sure that you're followed by real viewers. By the way, well, it's not good. just fake bot views yeah um so what they do is they like you put that out and then you get a lot of followers and the guy that i was talking to about it he was like i did 50 dollars one week every single week and what it was is i put it go out and go out to random people 
And I made sure it was my best video of that week. And I would get maybe 100, 200, 300 followers just from that. Like they'd go to the page and click wow. it. And, and I was like, oh, that's really cool. And he's, it took me six months to start getting monetized. So I was like, that's awesome. He's like, and I could literally pay $50 and Twitch or Facebook would throw it out into the, the, the ether of Facebook. And I would get back like two, three hundred dollars every time. I was like, "That's unreal!" It's literally like paying the win. It's like that's why it's that's why it feels like okay. not unnatural to us. So, how do we do this, Papa? I I haven't used Facebook in good lord, maybe I don't know. What, what are we making Facebook pages? Yeah, you have to. There, a lot of people oh. are kind of going through this thing right now where they're like, Facebook pages are dead, but the videos aren't. The only thing you have to realize is your content that you upload onto. Facebook uh-huh. has to be a lot more like grabby because the way that the algorithm on set up, like, you know, they're scrolling through, scrolling through what's going to make them stop for that first like 15 seconds oh. and click play on the video. Cause those views now that they have their restructuring, you have the view doesn't count until you press play on the video, right? You press play on the video. That's when it counts as a view. That's how they combated the whole, Oh, you have fake viewership type of thing. So, um, yeah, you got to figure out. So it's a little bit different of content. It's like really quick and you got to like, suck people in like right away that's why it's like really jabaty but you really do you need a facebook uh you just need a facebook page that's about it facebook page and then you can upload i mean there's even features inside of uh adobe premiere where you literally go down you link your facebook to it and it will render it out onto a uh, facebook without it doesn't do anything else on your computer just renders it right out and I got my Facebook page right here, Papa. It's already set up. Woo! Like it's an old, oldie but a goodie. It definitely needs some love. Oh my God. This is from back in the day. I'm seeing a post. This is very relevant to our listeners. This is dated September 6, 2017. It's back when Anchor, the one we actually syndicate our podcast through, they had this cool little auto captioner tool. And it was nice for sharing out. So like it would actually, you could clip a bit from the podcast and it would auto caption it. It would do a fairly good job and you could post it. I was looking for that recently, but I think they've ax murdered it. Yeah. No, they do do a lot. It's just, it's one of those things where I'm just looking for a thing where I just know the person that does it puts out like three videos a week to five videos a week get something like $4,000 a month. And if I can make $4,000 oh a my month God. just off posting, like, and here's the crazy thing. Their demonetization is almost non-existent. If you take clips and stuff, the way that they're like, okay, that can be demonetized is nowhere in like YouTube's. So the chances of you keeping that money and getting the money and like it going through and you getting paid is so much higher. That's why like, I almost didn't want like I'm I'm sharing it with our listeners right yeah. now, but I don't want to talk about it on Twitch, and it's not <laughs> like I want to withhold any information from all these other broadcasters are watching me. But I do see people following suit a lot when like I'm like, hey, I'm going to do this. Everyone floods it, and then all of a sudden everyone fails. So I'm like I'm like giving it to our listeners right now, but I'm definitely trying to like sneak it and hide it, well, and, like conceal it, and then do it. You know. Actually, I was going to say that similar thing. Um, do we want to... So I'm going to go over there. I mean, we could start uploading our podcast over there. We could start throwing it up. I'll put it up on on uh, at least my feed for the time being. But I mean, then I could... What, we could link to each other through that sort of mechanism too, right? Like you can cross promo in just when you're sharing posts. I want to get into sharing videos eventually. But even just to start, like if, if I... If Facebook pages are how I remember. It, yeah, it's going to be a fun endeavor. Yeah, it's it's really fun because it's really quick. Like legit, like if you say like I'm going to make a video about um the, like the, the new Doom trailer coming out. I watched the Doom trailer and like mm-hmm. the first 15 seconds, like me watching, I'm like, whoa, oh my God, no way. You know, like over exaggerated type stuff. Like, and then, you know, people come in and you start watching through it, you know, and like doing stuff or like react video. It's really quick. And then another thing that really works as well, too is posting like a video game meme or something like that. Like if mm. you make original content, like yeah. anything to get that to 10,000, because after 10,000, you're posting those videos. The only weird thing is like, you do want to go square format. So it feels unnatural at first editing it. But once you can get that videos up and going, dude, like, like I just know so many people that legit are like, like I have a YouTube, but they don't pay me anywhere near what Facebook is paying me. I'm like, wow, wow that is unreal. That is, I actually want to throw a, uh, I'm going to throw this Twitch clips up there in a second. Okay. Also, <laughs> I might have to make a quick pause here. I don't know. Louie's crying at me. Give me one sec. Okay. We're back. And Louie needed nothing. So that was, I have no 
freaking clue. But anyway, I'm excited about this. Like you said, we're keeping it on the DL, the whole Facebook thing. But I think we're going to go over there, man. I think we'll, we'll I want to try it with you. Yeah. The only thing you make sure, make sure you, re- you relay to your Twitch chat. Because when I told him, everyone's like, I don't want to watch you anymore. You're streaming on Facebook. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, 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 no. Not streaming on Facebook. I made an announcement video that said, I'm going to be posting videos on YouTube and oh. Facebook. And I'm going to be still full-time broadcasting on Twitch. Yeah, there you go. Home, but still people, they, they hear Facebook and YouTube and they think I'm streaming over there, not streaming on Twitch. I'm like, no, 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 not at all. I love Twitch. I yeah, I would much rather stream on, on on Twitch myself. Also, hey, last week I did my very first viewing party, and that went very very well. I had a very good time with that. It was, uh, and we watched an episode of The Boys on Amazon Prime. Very fun, very good show. The whole experience was good. For streamers, though, reminder: no no bits, no currency like that. Someone was able to resub in the middle of it, which was interesting. I mean, maybe they weren't even on my watching page at the time, but still notified it in chat. Um, but it's a very yeah, cool I little creep- thing. So I creeped in a little bit because I, I just was very interested, and I thought I was going to see you green screen out watching a video. On I was like, oh, this isn't like that at all. Okay. No, no, yeah, it's very much just rabbit, the old rat, rat, r a b b i. Whatever, t- TV, whatever, it doesn't matter. It's dead. <laughs> they put a stake in its heart. Um, that was the one where you could kind of gray space, like link your Netflix account and like broadcast it for an audience. But that's kind of scary, especially as you get more legitimate as the Wild West stops being so wild. And I don't know, just as you grow and get your reputation, you don't, you never want to get dinged by like some accidental weirdo on the internet that's just trying to get you and is like, you're streaming Netflix illegally. So I'm like, could you imagine if Ninja or anyone like that size, Shroud or anyone? I, like, I imagine if they try to do that, they would get so sued into the ground these days by, and maybe not, maybe they would get away with, who knows? And I'm not saying they're the type that would try anyway, but this is a nice way for Twitch to say, hey, look. You can watch Amazon Prime with your audience that also has Amazon Prime. So why don't you enjoy this big collection together? It's basically on your Twitch page. It's all the functionality you know and love. Have at it. I like it. Well, that's the thing is the the um, the Wild West is is those days are they're numbering. <laughs> they <laughs> so are. Terrible. It is. You so... can feel it close in. Right? Oh, it, I miss the old days when, you know, proxies and just, you know, it was the free reign. I'm glad that I'm glad that they are taking actions upon a lot of stuff because there's a lot of evil that came from it. But uh, yeah, the old golden days where you could just watch anything and do anything. And it was just whatever, like LimeWire on your PC. Well, let's also be honest, though, that like the golden days, some of the problems there that companies were or, or not, not golden days, but the Wild West and, and why some of it was cool and some of it sucked. These companies just weren't fast to act. Like that rabbit one I mentioned was trying to get purchased up by Netflix and some other companies. Like I don't know if they were asking too much. If anyone's interested in learning the background, it's if you've got that business mind, you really might like this. The the CEO of Rabbit posted a almost like a thesis on how the business went. Like he talks in detail, very cohesively, how they started, grew, grew, like what angel funding rounds were like and all this other stuff. And I guess they had tried to pitch themselves to Netflix and others, go figure rabbit dies. And then Twitch implements basically their thing into their own Uh, eco, like, like basically the same freaking thing just on Twitch. Yeah, I mean, but it's very smart how they did it. They're like, yeah, we got Amazon. You got Amazon. Only people with Amazon Prime can watch this. And it's just like, it was very smart. (gasps) Actually, I might take my hat off for how they did it. It is very smart. And that is something I've been hammering home is that that is a legal thing. That is not my decision that people have to have Amazon Prime. No one has complained yet. But my chat the other day did bring up, um, someone came in. They said, how do you feel about subscriber only streams and i said oh are you trying to do one because i don't know i was like the one time i tried to do it and i basically got flayed alive in someone's discord server for that one sunday evening how dare i where i streamed uh just uh god it was like the animal crossing knockoff what was it garden pause and someone was like Kyle betrayed the streaming world because he streamed blah, 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 and locked it to subscribers. So anyway, we got in this big, healthy conversation about it. And people were like, yeah, it puts a weird taste in my mouth when people do those subscriber streams. So just wanted to 
leave that here upon the doorsteps of our listeners for whatever that little nugget is worth. People are still angry when you bring it up. I still, I wish they did it like more like the view, the watch parties. Cause my yeah. problem is, is like I raided Ninja Monkey with like 400 people and oh. none of them could stay after what? Five minutes. Five minutes. Like, oh man, this is so terrible. Like I wish they would just hide it. Cause I don't even know how I found yours. I'd like go to your page and click it. And it was like, it was like this little purple thing. And I clicked it and went in. It was very hard for me to find it. But um, yeah, I wish they kind of would do like subscriber streams, maybe like make it like a little bit tucked away. So you don't get like, completely like you know headhunted because you did it well and it's a good thing too because i actually did genuinely get trolled the one time like there were people that were actively trolling the subscriber only stream because i think it's a tag right so when you do that you can have people actually like hunt you down and this kid came into my chat he wasn't a subscriber first time chatter and and i told this story months back but that was his thing like he was like Wow, streamer has inclusivity on their page. I thought they do subscriber stream. And I was like, dude, you don't even you're not even you don't even go here. Just leave. Like, okay, valid <laughs> points, but because you made them, they're invalid. <laughs> like, no. Um Yeah. So it's rough, man. Prime parties maybe a yes. It makes sense. It's fair. It's diplomatic. Some crazy person out there is always gonna be mad at streamers any public figures for something you know again I'm, I'm surprised you and i don't get yelled at every day the sky is blue or why that it's blue and you know I, people are crazy on the internet i think the streaming parties like this kind of mitigate some of that because again not our choice to lock down the paywall it's amazon's it's the government it's copyright ip it's all that like you upset about it good go talk to the u.s government and try and file an appeal like the patent office and all that and happy shit they're not gonna give a shit <laughs> yeah. like this is all trademark uh, stuff that like people can get sued multi thousands of dollars for so be careful do good yeah i'm surprised they even got the the, the way to do it now like yeah. i'm surprised someone's like yeah you know i mean i understand it's still amazon but it's still like Ooh, but you know, I'm, that's why I'm I'm very impressed with how they did that. So I'm at least they're, they're trying. They're trying to make this platform succeed. They're trying to have growth. Um, I I recently looked not to change it too far, but yeah. I recently looked at like the eight year progression of YouTube, the eight year progression of Facebook, the eight year and Twitch, and whatever webs like that's growing, you know. And um, because that's where Twitch is. Twitch is eight years old, and um, yeah, like you know, we're like a little bit under under growth of like a platform like Facebook or a platform like um, YouTube. So we're just a little bit under, but also, you know, they've opened up there. So it's, I'm glad to see, or they opened up to like third world countries and like developing countries like Facebook and YouTube did around those, the eight year mark, which can't do it because of, you know, like infrastructure issues. No one can usually take in the amount of bandwidth that a streamer usually uses. But, um, with that being said, I'm glad that they're trying to do something to spice up the community, you know? Yeah, I'm really glad to see that, too. And I, 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 it'd be really cool if they can expand this out in any other way. I'm wondering if Netflix and others jump in on this kind of multi-streaming sort of thing. And that's why I brought up Rabbit, as those people said, like, this is the future of viewing together. We truly believe that. We think that there's something to be said about people coming together and watching a piece of content and enjoying it. And we know this from YouTube. We know this from Twitch. We know reactions are popular. So good on Twitch for trying to do something like that. I think they implemented it well. Please keep growing it. Uh, I also want to, I hope I'm not veering the conversation too much, but I want to continue to give accolades to the hype train system on Twitch. That thing has been a game changer. Like my chat likes to try and trigger one a day. It seems like they do it in the early part of the stream if they're going to do it. Like, they'll do, like, a, you know, everyone will... It'll be, like, accidental, right? Like, someone pops in, they say, hey, I, I welcome, you know, I'm here, here's my resub, and then resub, and then resub, and then boom, a hype train forms. And then it's really easy to get that going. So, Twitch, thank you for giving us the tools to kind of make that hype and share it with people. It's very, very popular. I'm going to let you know something. Hmm. In my community, even though they've been doing the hype train um, every once in a while, They've kind of been going into just donating money instead of doing hype train stuff. I don't know why. Oh, like they're like they're like, oh yeah. Hmm. So you get all that, like all that stuff, and we know, you know, Twitch takes their, you know, their half of their sub, oh, and they, yeah. you know, I get the bit, and then like out of nowhere, it's like it's just been donations. But I did do one thing hmm. that has definitely changed the game. Hmm. Uh, Texas speech for bits. 
Oh yeah. I do text to speech for bits and subs because I used to not do it. I was only donuts because I like back in my earlier days, I ran into, you know, people, people being trolls. So I kind of like take it off a little bit and then, um, but yeah, no, like it's, it's been, it's been super impactful. Like I get a lot of people that just want to say something funny. So they put it in there and it just rolls out. So that's been really good. And the hype train has been, I don't know. I'm making like my about a close to a thousand dollars more a month just from hype train. <laughs> so I love it. Yeah, that's a that's definitely a, a, a different system. Wow, up to a thousand a month more from Hype Train. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow, that's mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah, anywhere that... between. I mean, it. I seen the increase about five hundred dollars was like one of the first months, hmm. or what? Well, the first month was close to nine hundred, and then this Wait, month I think hasn't only been out for about a month now. Yeah, it's been about a month. So right now, like with what I've had from what what day? Yeah, what I had from like last week was almost. $500 from it. So if it pans out right, I can make a lot more money. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I mean, it's it's a good system. Twitch, thank you for helping us incentivize people to be interested. It's really that. I mean, it, it's why I would really like to see Twitch go through and readjust the amount, Papa, of, of the pricing for those freaking uh panels below the stream the little buttons little extensions where people can play sound effects and things like that that is an egregious amount that goes to the creator of those extensions who do i think almost no work and what i'm talking about by the way for anyone that's listening on twitch you can enable extensions that are like bits for a soundboard sort of deal in my chat i know they would love that but i think it's like 20 percent or 10 percent, something like that of every bit buy goes back to the developer that's a lot of money that means if my chat spends ten dollars that day they get two of that ten dollars for a program they just uploaded once and it just runs <laughs> little maintenance it's, yeah i would love to have something like that um i knew do know some people that have like this weird like legit it's the weirdest thing like they they earn points through the chat bot and then they go to like you go to this website it's called burke's booty is what it's called and it legit, you know the little, you know the little like paperclip from the nineties yeah. that you used to be able to pull out. But it, that's what it looks like. Clippy. I was looking at it and I was like, I was like, wow, I don't know how he got it. That he, like the more views or the longer in the chat, the more your points go up, then you can trade it in for a sound effect. And I was like, man, that'd be so cool. Instead of having to pay bits and stuff for it. Oh, well, that like, is neat, huh? But yeah, okay. Well, so. I've been asking people a lot why they are interested in supporting the stream. You know, I've been having a lot of conversations like that. That is a really interesting thing to get in the mindset of of people that choose to support you and why you choose to support others. I know usually when I'm supporting other streamers, I'm one of those people that does get caught up in the hype train style stuff. Again, why give that such accolades, right? Like if I'm going to give to a streamer and support, it's probably going to be to keep something rolling like that. So some people only really tend to donate during that. Some people, like Smarty here in chat, was asking me what the best way to support the stream is. He's actually moved some of his subscription over. um, He's still doing a tier one on Twitch, but then he's doing more behind the scenes on Patreon because of the cut and of the exclusive perks we got going over there. So that's kind of been a cool thing to toy with lately. It's like just the reason why people want to support you. What do they see in your vision, what what parts of the content they really enjoy. And honestly, polling your community about what kind of perks to provide more of and which to con- discontinue, that's really good to know. Um, I was I was actually going down the Patreon rabbit hole the other day, and, and one of the things people were saying is make sure you do scalable perks. I think that applies to Twitch streamers too, you know, especially when it comes to subs or bits. Make sure it's scalable so that, you know, if you get a big deluge of whatever it is, donations, whatever, make sure you can fulfill it without going bankrupt. One of mine is with feeding Louie after, you know, he gets a certain amount of bits. I kind of start just sitting them on the desk. He doesn't get all the food. My chat's buying him because we don't want to actually make him sick. (laughs) So there's moderation and things, but it was an interesting thought experiment. You and I talked about having some people on the future discuss Patreon and can we tease this one? Can I tease the next one? Only fans. Oh, yeah. We have guests lined up for the future here, guys. We got to get dates lined up in times. But we have guests that want to come on, want to talk Patreon, want to talk OnlyFans. And uh, I think it's going to be interesting because this this is the Wild West closing down. It's the Wild West going legitimate through means like Patreon and OnlyFans. 
think about it like yeah. that. Like, right? Like, pay, OnlyFans is the thing where it's like Patreon meets porn. Like, that's the intersection we were hitting, right? We're closing yeah, all the gas. Some people just post lewds. They don't even post Boom. nudes. They just post lewds. I know. Post lewds But that's first. a huge thing. I do, I do want to let some of the viewers that are listening here yeah. that are a little bit more uh, like straight when it comes to that type of stuff, like trying to like that don't like that. We are like kind of a show for a vast majority of people and whatever we can do to kind of help people out, especially because we don't want people to go down this route on their own and then have like negative repercussions. So we much rather have someone that has experience. So that way you can weigh out your options before people like get upset about us having people on OnlyFans oh. and stuff on our Patreon, but I just want to let you guys know that we are definitely trying to give as much information as possible. It's your choice to pursue it or not to it or pursue it. So I just want to make sure that before we rile up too many people. I mean, that's fair. I, I, that's fair. And and people in chat may not like me, but, but, but I am unapologetically a supporter of OnlyFans as people that want to do it. I can't get myself to do it. Like, I couldn't sell my own lewds or nudes. Like, I'm not that body positive about it. But God damn, you know, you know what? Someone that's making 10K a month off of selling pictures of themselves and, and like you said, might not even be full nudity. Like, dude, that's that's money smarts. Like, if you had that extra 10K a month, well, I know I'd be living in a different state. I'd be living a different lifestyle, Papa. <laughs> I just got to start showing my butt on, on uh, OnlyFans. Yeah, I mean, no, that's a huge thing. As I posted uh, when I was taking those headshots, I posted that, it wasn't lewd. It literally had no nipples, had just my tattoos and my face. And people were like, I would actually pay for a OnlyFans to see photos more like that. I was like, oh, oh wow. all right. And I was like, you do know I have like a little chub and dad, but people were like, <sighs> like I had DMs of people being like, yes. I was like, oh, well, all right, we'll see what I do. I, I get a, you know. I don't really know what I'm not a very scandalous and I don't have like all these amazing sets everyone has. Like in a bubble bath maybe i don't know <laughs> but here okay you're right the sets are a big thing but here's a question we talked about this before the the game developers ever get weirded out or any professional come like i think that's changing i think there ha have been stigmas against people that are doing this i think the stigmas are going to change this year slash have already started mm -hmm. changing because the wave the influx the way this has changed and let me start over and better reiterate this and, and you can use actual words and not half speak. Nate and I in the past talked about making certain business decisions that would damage your reputation, the eyes of people that could be gatekeepers, like that might be able to give you giveaways, keys, codes, sponsorships, money, whatever that they might be able to open a door for you and you not wanting to come off as like too. I, I think we talked about in relation to IRL only like people that are just talking heads they don't do any content they have no specialty they're just talking heads and a lot of game com companies and stuff weren't looking at them very seriously so in that line i say well do do, do if you have a successful only fans account does that hurt you in the eyes of developers or key lenders or you know sponsors but i imagine that is rapidly changing seeing That's as yeah go ahead that's the beauty of just life in general is where we were at like 10 years ago is mm -hmm. not where we're at now. Mm -hmm. And like, and the craziest thing is like, we are like, sometimes we have a like negative things creep up, but it's like the same thing where it's like said, like someone can say nine amazing things about you. And one person says one bad thing. And then you just focus on the bad. Cause that's how we're hardwired. But over this time we are getting to this point where, I mean, I think we talked about that. Maybe not, maybe like, I don't know, we're on episode 23. We talked about a little bit, but it's changed ever since we talked about it. Like, yeah. I don't know, episode three or four, yeah. it has changed a lot to the point now where it's like, if you, if you conduct yourself on broadcast and you are a certain way and like, they know that they can support you or like, they can be like, okay, when this person's playing games, they're not out there like flashing their, their vagina or, you know, wiener anywhere else. And so like, it's kind of like, yeah, no. So it's one of those things where Loving I think it. that it is getting normalized and it's getting normalized really quick. Cause I mean, there's so many people that have one now. It's true. Like I, 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 I think it's becoming so common and, and it can't, I, I did have someone in chat the other day and they came in with a lot of bias. They, they, they wrote something, the way they wrote it equated OnlyFans with bad. Like they were like, anyone that uses OnlyFans is like lesser in my eyes. Like I don't respect them. And you made a comment about that earlier to dissuade any potential fears that people were having. And, and I, I you know, and I'll, I'll stake my, myself on this too and just say like, 
Yeah, hey, it, it's people choosing to do what they want with their body that's having zero impact on anyone else's life. It makes them a healthy-ass income. If it's making them more money than you, you have no room to talk, by the way. Like, I, myself included. They're making, like, quadruple, quintuple, whatever my income. So I have no room to judge because, like, they could buy me as, a, you know, they have money and we don't. So uh, respect, the, respect the grind, right? And, and, and it's, that's what the platform's there for. Platform's there to destigmatize it, make it less shady. Uh, before This has been going on for a long time, by the way. This could open up a whole other can of worms, which would be very fun to discuss in the future but like models male and female have been doing this for years they were just selling like skype shows and things like that or selling nudes on the side so it is interesting to see like you just said how much that's changed just in the last couple months to you know at the start of the show back in the summer people might have been like ew nudes are still whatever and now we got only fans and everyone's like well i mean look at our good friend classy katie she's like in the top two percent yeah, Dude. well, that's that's a huge thing. One thing I'm really noticing, and um, so back when like Twitch was a thing, like or back when like you know, oh, booby streamers. Right, well, right. the thing is, is like my like one of my friends, Larisha, like who does it. She legit like she now she just comes fully clothed and plays video games when she feels like it because she already has her base on there. So like people follow, like it's almost like that, that whole booby streamer type stuff is starting to dwindle down. Cause now they have an outlet to post their stuff mm. that people are going into and doing the only other place I've seen like negative sell stuff where people are trying to sell only fans and doing it kind of shadily is TikTok. They were doing TikTok oh. and really provocative TikTok. The thing is, is that's like targeting such a young audience. That's like 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, you know, it's very, very young. So I can see where that has like kind of a negative influence, but for the most part, overall on Twitch, like all my friends that are now really successful on OnlyFans, they do not post on or they do not stream the same way that they used to try to get money. Well, because that that's what we've said before. Uh, there is definitely a shame in the streaming community that refuses to see it as a um, that that money is okay to be made off of streaming. And, and it's it comes from the very root, the very inception of how streamers start, I think. And it's because we say if you get into streaming to make lots of money, it is not a good avenue for that, which is true. If you want to go make money right away, bam, OnlyFans, bam. You know, there's a bunch of other ways. Even TikTok's probably a much better way of making money, like with what, comparing the work to the amount of money you get from it, I, I think TikTok's probably a better better way to do it. So when we say to people, new streamers, that like if you're getting into this for the money, that's kind of what we mean. That's not, we shouldn't be shaming people later on and saying like, hey, yeah, you've got this really robust community. Sure, they ask you, yeah, they I see them asking for merch things for you and I see them donating bits and all this. We shouldn't be shaming people that are trying to make money off of it. And like you said, it does change how you develop that content when you make a stable you know, flow for yourself. So I could see what's why they would. What's kind of crazy about that as well, too, is that if you ever watch, or if you like look at any of the other markets outside of America or mm -hmm. Western type of civilization, like YY is a live streaming platform from China. Oh. And I, it is the craziest thing you'll ever watch. They legit will yell at their chat and be like, I'm in extreme. If you guys don't donate $500, and other broadcasters have this thing where they're like, my my community and my followers are the best. They will do, they'll donate me more money than you'll make this month, and it works. Like that's what like it's crazy. Like that like and if you look at a few other platforms that I have seen listed, I know why why I just remember that one. I can't remember a lot of their names. And this is just not. This is like Indonesia. This is you know like it, it's all around the world and like different little things because they're we're not the only live platform, but they like make hundreds of thousands of dollars from donations and they're yelling at their chat like i need money or else i'm not going to stream like i you guys aren't paying wow. me enough that i can pay my bills and then like you look at and like you know it's so taboo for us and we're like oh no no, no we don't need money we're just gonna play these video games i and, know uh, right i'm gonna i'm gonna eat uh i'm gonna probably eat a like dumpster my neighbor threw out like right. some leftover ramen Ugh. noodles because uh yeah you know, Maybe we just, should just go. Well. We should go to a foreign country and just start yelling at chat. Give me you money or else. <laughs> you know what's crazy about it? There was this old YouTube star who used to do like the singing and weird stuff. He went over to China and he has like videos of himself 
breaking iPhones and getting a Huawei phone and picking it up and calling it. And he's making so much money in China because American guys speaking Chinese. It just, I mean, there's a whole thing about it. And he, he, like, how can I hate on him? He's living the life where he's got so much money. Like, I just don't know. Like, it's one of those things where, you know, we just, culture differences yeah you know there there are a lot of times like uh, uh, this uh, the way i'm gonna say this isn't exactly how i believe it but i think you get it it and it is that we hate on all those people we hate on people very quickly for having a lifestyle that we want to live like you know the way that they're doing it you know hey i'll go throw iphones for a living if if that you know lets me live a, a grandiose lifestyle if you guys will watch me break a phone and, and do all that yell at chat like i'm in I, I, but yeah we yeah we don't do that we don't we're like no yeah, that's, that, that's one much. of the biggest that's one of the biggest issues between being a like being a broadcaster and stuff is that we we need money to be able to live <laughs> yeah. and but and it makes us like it makes us like not stressed that's the biggest part but then when we are stressed you know and then we can get better content but it doesn't work that way you know it's almost like an endless cycle but yeah, maybe we should just go to China and start yelling at people. I would <laughs> I love that. Know. I'm so sorry. I'm melting down over chat right now on YouTube. <laughs> so I'm just... Stop. Sorry. Um, this is why you guys... Oh, I did. We talked about this earlier. Uh, if This is our tangential episode, obviously, if you stayed around this long. We're just having fun and covering a lot of things in various degrees. But if you're not already watching on YouTube, you absolutely should. It is wonderful. You do accidentally get bonus content on YouTube. I know. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to con- uh, not trying to platform gate you. But because YouTube starts and ends early with the stream, you tend to get a little bit extra. We have been also answering questions a little here and there at the end of stream. So be sure to do that. I also wrote in chat, I have so much jelly all over my belly because I've been eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. And I'm just, I can't. So with that being yeah, said, so if you like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, come to YouTube. It's you a great should. Time. Maybe, <laughs> maybe if we hit some sort of goal, I'll slather jelly all over my belly. <gasps> and then I'll be peanut butter. Oh my god! And we can be in the metal and make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <gasps> Wait, wasn't that oh, a commercial man. from like the nineties or something? Probably, dude. Nineties commercials are crazy. Think about like Capri Sun and everyone turning into liquid metal flying around (laughs) and there was something i remember there was some sort of commercial where they like the one person had something on their front the other and they would like jump and like body slam but they would like morph together and that made i don't know some sort of like yeah it was shot at venice beach too i remember that i remember something about it was it a capri sun actually it were might they, no like, no it it was like a Danimal commercial. Remember Danimal? Okay, Danimals? okay. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How do I remember that? That that happened like almost like what twenty five years ago, and I still remember it to well, this day. You know, I I I really have been doing a lot of reminiscing and things like that, and just thinking back on the old ways, which ties exactly back in. We're not too far out there, chat. Ties back into the idea of the lewds and the nudes. You know. The world is, like we said, moving at this rapid, rapid, rapid pace. And I and I will admit a fear of my own as a content creator where I, I worry, like, am I – God, I almost – the word that came to mind was vapid. That's harsh. Am I vapid enough? Am I, am I like, uh, explosive enough on camera? Am I – because it feels like people are just using their all, right? And the, and the limits, the boundaries of society keep going down, down, and down. And if you got a body, I don't think there's anything wrong with working it, but I don't got a body to work. As much as I want to support OnlyFans, I don't know that what pictures I have would do well. But there are a lot of new ways to kind of keep up, and there's a lot of new trends that will always open, and this is just the march of progress. But, like, as content creators, we got to stay open to it, whether that be Facebook or our OnlyFans or our Patreons or whatever. And Zellrin yeah, in I chat mean, says... It- the internet's already sexualized, overly sexualized. So it's normal. So there you go. Continue. Sorry. Yeah, it is normal. Oh, no. Like, it, it does get to a position. Like some of my favorite broadcasters I watch right now have been on the platform since it became Justin TV to Twitch TV. Ooh. And they are boring. But for some reason, they built the trust with me that I know every single day they're going to be live. I know what type of content I'm getting, variety content or whatever it may be. I know what style I'm getting. I'm like, it, it's almost like it's almost like it gets to a position where like it's like getting married or being in a relationship, you know, like, you know, everything's fun and exciting at first. But it's like, 
can you be there every single day and hang out? And that's like one thing I'm noticing with a lot of the lurkers that have been in my chat. Like I sit down, I'm like, they're legit. Like, like I'm like looking at the people that are coming in and active and talking and stuff like that. And then like, I do this thing where I'm like, if you're in chat, roll your head against the keyboard and then press enter so I can see it. So they spam like a bunch of buttons and stuff. I'll have 30 lurkers. I'm like, that's so crazy. And I asked them the other day, I was like, why do you lurk? And they're like, we know you're going to be on at this time. We come here to watch you. We don't care if you play this game, the next game, this game. We just know that you are going to be hmm. here. We know what style you are. So I'm starting to realize I'm building like a really good lurk force. Um, and it, it's it's just it's crazy because yeah. it's some of the people like I'd never even see talk in the chat, and they're like four or five months subs. Wow. So I'm starting to realize I, I think it just I think it was just a tradition or a transitional period because the thing is, is since the market's moving so quickly, it's very hard to understand what people do like and don't like. Um Bit like what Philip DeFranco said, he was like, it's it's one of those things where these big multi-million dollar companies like CNN and stuff are going to like YouTube and they're like tanking. They're not getting like the followers like he's getting or like PewDiePie or, you know, any of those type of people because they're not building trust with their they're not building trust with the audience. And they think that's a huge thing to build. And when you have 10 years of trust, it's one of those things where it's almost too big to fail. I think it's more of like a waiting game and like, yeah, your numbers may, you may go from like me to hundred average all the way down to like 30, 40 average right now while I'm doing variety content. But I think it's one of those things where it's the longer you on, the more you're on, the more you understand the culture and stuff like that. I think it's like being tried to and tested and going through all of it. I think you're right. I think you're very right. There's a lot to do with trust. There's a lot to do with, you know, kind of showing up and being there and communicating and all those things. So I, I don't know. I think like you're you're saying the 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 old the old methods still shine through. Smarty in chat says, most times when I'm lurking, I'm in a stream at work. So I set my phone down on the desk and get up and work. So uh, I'm there and not there at the same time. Selrin asks both of us as wanted to say, y'all both have nice voices and you do probably, uh, wait, and you could probably do a Dungeons and Dragons stream if you wanted to switch stuff up for a bit or ASMR. That is very true. Yeah, there's so many options. There's so many uh, revenue or uh, ways of doing stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, when and it's but the thing is, is it's with variety content in general. Like if you play one game, it's not as bad, but you have it's like riding a stock market. If you were doing Dungeons and Dragons, the biggest time you could have did it was about three years ago, four years ago. Mm -hmm. Content's not as hot now other than Critical Role, which is like the largest sub to channel on Twitch or something like that. But also the one that came out from that time. You know, it it persevered. It's the... It also also popped off because remember about that time, uh, Stranger Things came out. What happened? They were, you know, people People really love to follow the trends. They love to do that. ASMR used to be one of the largest viewed um, directories in all of Twitch. And like, but now the thing is, is it got to the point where no one's technically doing it live anymore. People are oh, I running know. reruns and that category was hot for a long time and dipped. It's the thing is, is everything has a shelf life, especially on like a platform like, uh, like uh, Twitch. And that's where you got to be really mindful and try to ride trends and figure out what's going to pop off at a certain time and not. And that's where knowledge comes in to such a knowledge is such a good thing to have, because when you have a lot of knowledge about what's going on, like like it's me, it's like I know what games and what DLCs are going to be popping off. I played Metro. I was like, oh, Metro DLC is going to be coming out in tomorrow. So I'm going to download it. And everyone's like, oh, my God, there's Metro DLC. And bam you know i naturally no hosts all the way up to 70 viewers for like just that one day yeah but then it kind of goes down but if, as soon as you start compiling those things going to like paxes and meeting everyone like like i would work or it would work really well but it's all part of a trend and that's what's hard is like is there's games i want to play like i would love to go play like a, a like 1999 version of soul reaver the video game for legacy of kane the only thing is is no one would watch me and there'd be no discoverability. So you still have to play smart. And that's kind of the hardest part of being a broadcaster, especially trying to grow and make money. You have to play the long game. You have to be smart about what your choices are. Like it, it's it's rough. It's playing the stock market. Congratulations. And you're getting paid way less. <laughs> that's true. Well, hey, we are about out of time for this week's episode. This has been very fun. Uh, I listened to last podcast on the left a lot, and they call these things their relaxed fit episodes. So this is kind of our relaxed Ooh. fit, if you will. Yeah. I, although I'm wearing pants right now, so I don't feel very relaxed fit. I feel very uh, muffin top, you know? I, I, yeah, I, I well, feel like Freddie I could... would like to know. I'm not wearing the pants. Oh! 
Oh, yeah, so, Where's that uh, yeah. camera, man? Where's that one? I uh, know. Yeah, you guys will never know. <sighs> well, hey, speaking about what you're speaking about, I one of the things I want to get done here, this is a goal I'm setting for myself, is I really want to do a paranormal show of some sort, and I think I kind of want to do it on Twitch. Just like a lot of roundtable conversation about that sort of stuff. Uh, it's always been very fun in my chat to like kind of do that, so I'm wondering... Uh, I, I, I casual ranger wants to come on. I know, you know, there's so many people you and I even talked ghost hunting in in the past. So there's all these little things. I might actually put that together. If anyone out there is listening and interested, path to partner at gmail.com. Let us know. I want to I want to do that. It might be something like I stream on a Sunday night or something on Twitch. I kind of said before when you and I were talking about this night that I didn't want to do podcasts on Twitch, but that might be one that I might do over there just because the Twitch audiences seem to like that kind of stuff. They like the spookies. Well, another big thing, we could always like dual stream and put it up on Twitch as well too and just like throw it up, you know, like make our own channel as long as we're not like hurting our own numbers or analytics. Right, right. Yeah, that's exactly it, right? Because, uh, yeah. But it's also nice over here. I like YouTube because it, it, it syndicates it in a way that Twitch almost doesn't. We'd have to make our own Twitch. That, that could be something we do too. And it's, it's a nice little change up. It's a nice look. It feels it feels like we're actually being professional over here. Oh, I know, right? Look at us go. Well, to everyone <laughs> out there, thank you for listening. Um, Nate and I have been have been plugging away at this for a long time. So thank you for all those that have jumped in and continue to listen, subscribe, write to us. Uh, we appreciate it. I mean, people have been coming by by chat to say things. So thank you very much. We love that. We love when you stop by. Uh, so Nate, why on that note, why don't you tell people where they can find you all across the internet this week? Perfect. You can find me at one o'clock uh, Eastern Standard Time on Twitch at uh, twitch.tv slash gnarly underscore Nate. You can also find me on Instagram and Twitter at gnarly underscore Nate TTV. Oh, and you can find me on Facebook by Ooh. typing in facebook.com slash gnarly underscore Nate. And that's my page. So uh, make sure you go over there and like that. So we'll see how this endeavor goes. Oh, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Why doesn't Kyle Dempster Studios exist over there? Why doesn't that? You got you got to change your at name. Once you do that, everything will be good. Dang it. I'll have to. Ch well, it actually is Kyle Dempster Studios. Why can I? Well, okay. I don't know. For some reason. <gasps> Oh no, mine's like cat locked. Oh no, does that matter? Facebook.com forward slash at capital K Y L E at capital D E F E S U cat. No, I think that might be working because it wouldn't let me. Please don't tell me they have some stupid like cat locks, Edelia. Whatever. Anyway, go go look it up. Try a bunch of different iterations there. See if you can make it work. I might be on Facebook as well. We'll see. But go check Nate out. I need to find him's. No, it pulled it up fine this time. So Facebook.com forward slash Kyle Studios. Twitch.tv forward slash Kyle Studios. That is my mainstay. That's where I am five days a week. Uh, I would love it if you come by chat. Come tell us a story. Tell us what you're trying to do with streaming. Ask any questions live. We usually have a lot of people in chat that have a lot of knowledge for you so we can get that question solved we're both on twitter i think you just said yours nate um mine's twitter.com forward slash kyle dempster stu what other things am i pumping out right now it's the youtube i think is the big one youtube.com forward slash kyle dempster studios subscribe over here the podcast is over here a bunch of other stuff i'm putting my other podcast up finally so the tenets the elder scrolls online show i do is finally coming to youtube i've actually done so much as to pre-schedule an episode so claps there you go yeah and until next week everyone i hope you have a wonderful journey across the the streaming space write to us let us know and we will talk to you later Bye-bye. Toodles.